You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach Ume Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, Thriving Moms. Welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? So this week, I'm feeling charged and pumped. After my road trip with my family, I had another podcast episode scheduled for today, but I feel like I need to say this right now, and I'm going to post this or upload this and let you listen. So we're talking about breaking motherhood rules. And something happened on my trip that I wanted to share. So my family and I went on this think about 10 day road trip out to Calgary in Canada. And we had two stops on the way and on our way back too. And the whole time I was just very amazed at how much I have grown. And I attribute a lot of that change to how I've been able to break a lot of the motherhood rules that people have or that I grew up with. And I've always known that my ability or my superpower is challenging a lot of the thought patterns that I grew up with. I do this with my clients a lot. We challenge the thinking that a lot of us grew up with, the expectations that we grew up with when it comes to being women, when it comes to being moms. And on this trip, what I noticed about myself was there were so many things that happened like you know, with my kids or with our plans changing or things not going the way we planned and how chill I was. (laughs) And if you know me sometimes, or maybe like three years ago, there were times like if things didn't go the way I wanted, I would just be like a chihuahua, (laughs) just going crazy and freaking out and sometimes just losing it. And it's so interesting because as we went on this trip, there were so many opportunities or experiences where my kids, you know, they were just being kids, feeling tired, complaining, but nothing out of the ordinary. And I was able to feel really grounded in how I responded to everything that came our way. It was so fascinating for me. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to share what has helped me and also So that if you're a mom finding yourself in that place where you're still thinking these are rules that I must follow, maybe this is an experience for you or an opportunity for you to poke holes at some of those rules that you're using to keep yourself stuck or bound or feeling or staying in this space of black and white thinking where it's either yes or no and not finding the gray. So a lot of us, I'm not going to go into details, we know the rules that we have about motherhood. A lot of us have those rules that we abide by. One of the biggest ones for me when I was when I first became a mom was that I had to do all the things in order for me to have everything that I wanted, in order for me to chase my goals, chase my dreams and raise a, a, a family and have children who are eating in a way that feels good to them and loving my husband, I had to do all the things. That was one of the reasons why I ended up with irritable bowel syndrome and having to change the course of my motherhood because I was doing all the things. But then through the years, I've learned that having everything doesn't mean I have to do all the things. It means I have to recognize what matters in every season of motherhood and then prioritizing 
what I need to do in my life and with the people around me to help me move through that phase. So that's the first rule that I've broken in my motherhood that has helped me. And I know for so many of us, when it comes to things that we grew up with, things like, you know, a mother should never raise her voice. A mother should never be angry. She should always or never feel angry. She should always feel calm and collected. And I'm like, you know what? Throw that in the garbage. Because at the end of the day, you are a human with human thinking, with human emotions. And we are allowed to be humans. When we're moms, we're not automatically thrown into another ether where we're divine beings, right? Where we're above the human race. We're still humans. And that means people are going to do things that we interpret the wrong way. That means people are going to say things and we make it mean something about us. So instead of telling yourself, I'm not allowed to feel angry, I'm using anger here because many of the clients that I coach, this is one of the fears that they have. It's like, well, if I feel angry about that, then that means I'm a bad mom or I don't love my child. And once I start poking holes in that thinking, it's like, no, you're feeling angry because of the thoughts you have. And a lot of them, it's like they think my child shouldn't be acting this way or I'm a terrible person. And once we start separating who they are from this way of thinking, they realize It's just an error. And if I can correct that error and look at what are the other possible options in this scenario, once that kind of comes into their awareness, they're better able to approach situations. And that's why I was saying like with my kids, there's so many things that they did on this road trip. Like I remember in one of the places that we had gone to, my middle child, she gets really tired When it comes time for bed, she just wants to get in the comfort of her bed and sleep. And one of the days we had stayed out very late and she was like, can we go home now? Can we go home now? And she kept doing that whiny thing. If this was me three years ago, I would have just like lost it, started yelling. But no, I I recognize that this is us taking her out of her regular schedule. So instead of making it mean anything about me or her, I just had a conversation. I said, I know this is not normal for us but we're on this vacation. We're having a really good time with our friends. Can you lay over here? I'll bring you a blanket. So I made her feel comfortable and she was fine. So again, all these rules, all these expectations that we have about ourselves, about motherhood, they're not set in stone. Someone decided a long time ago that it would be a good idea to say moms should never feel angry. And because of that, we've boxed ourselves into this space where we're not allowing our feelings to come through. We're not allowing our emotions to come through because we're afraid of how people will judge us. But at the end of the day, when you're denying your feelings, when you're denying your emotions, guess what you're doing? You're also denying yourself and what needs to be learned in that moment. And I'm going to say here, just because you have a feeling, just because you have an emotion, it doesn't make you that emotion. It just means there's something that you're thinking about that circumstance that's causing that to happen. And if you can just take yourself away from that, then you'll better understand, okay, how do I approach this situation and how do I think about it differently? This is a lot of the work that I do with my one-on-one clients. We go deep into exploring these emotions that sometimes make us feel bad for having them. And we learn how to work with them. We learn how to get comfortable with them because once we get comfortable, we create safety for our bodies to not feel threatened. And then we don't feel that need to clam up and hide. But we're like, okay, this is what I'm experiencing. What can I learn? And what is this trying to tell me? So quickly, 
I want to share three things that have helped me. And I know they're going to help you too. If you're a mom who's ready to just like break all the motherhood rules and start creating the motherhood that you want, creating the life that you want. First of all, it's naming what matters. And naming what matters is not about going on Google and checking or going on Instagram and looking for that mom influencer and figuring out what they're telling you to do. No, naming what matters means can you sit with yourself and just ask yourself, if there were no rules, if I could create the motherhood that I wanted, what would matter to me? Ask yourself. And of course, if you're like so many of us, your brain is going to be like, well, I don't know. That's fine. If I knew, what would it be? And you keep asking yourself this question, maybe give yourself some time. You might have to ask yourself over a few days because we've been conditioned to not believe the truth and wisdom of our bodies, of our minds. So as moms, even asking yourself that question is like, uh, and that's okay. Nothing has gone wrong. Ask yourself, if I knew what would matter to me and just trust the wisdom that comes from within you. So that's the first one. And next, you're going to decide to let go of all the rules. So many of us, again, we follow rules and we box ourselves into these little corners where we feel like someone's going to come down and smack us if we don't follow the rules. No one's coming. That's just the truth. (laughs) We're the ones who are policing ourselves. And if you can police yourself, you can give yourself the freedom to let go of those expectations. So what are the rules that are keeping you stuck? And you'll know this when every time you think about that thing, you feel that tightness in your chest. It might just be like something deep in your belly. It's like a pit in your stomach. You know your body will tell you what does not align with the vision that you have for yourself. Choose to let go of the rules. You can just pick one thing. One that's really popular with my clients is just the rule of they have to do everything for their kids. This is always so huge because moms literally feel so afraid that they can just let things be. Oh, that means my house is going to be messy. So what? You have a thought about a messy house, right? There's some people who live and your idea of messy to them is like, oh, this is clean. So there's no universal standard for what messy means. You get to decide. And if you can get to decide what's the level of mess that I can accept, then you can decide, I can let my kids just do things by themselves. They don't have to need me. I always talk a lot about my napping. I love napping and my kids know that. When I'm napping, nobody bother me. Unless someone's bleeding or dying, don't bother me. Most times there's always somebody else in the house, like my husband or a friend who they can go to. And if not, I'm right next door to them. And my daughter is 10 so she can watch her younger sister's. But I love napping because napping helps me ground myself during the day and I can feel more refreshed when I wake up. So that's a rule I have. I love to nap. Nobody bother me. And I remember when I started doing this, I'd be so scared. Oh, what if the kids need me? What if somebody needs me? Blah, blah, blah. And all these thoughts. And I really had to sit with that discomfort and that anxiety and just know that it's okay. I created that safety within myself to trust that my kids will be safe to trust that my kids will be protected while I'm sleeping. And I don't sleep for an hour. I just have like 15-minute power naps. Never used to be that way. I started from one hour to 20 minutes. And now in 15 minutes, I can power nap and feel great. Okay, so what matters? Name that and then let go of the rules. And the last one is just 
cultivate the skill of having your own back. It's very simple, but can be very challenging because we are taught as women not to trust ourselves. And if you don't trust yourself, guess what you're going to do? You're going to put your trust in Google. You're going to put your trust in your spouse, in your partner, in your mom and her prayer group. You're going to put your trust in your friends, everybody but you. But the best way that you can support yourself is learning to teach yourself that you are trustworthy. And what does that mean? When you say you're going to do something for yourself, you show up for it. Like we're very good at showing up for like manicure appointments and hair appointments. And guess what all of these things are doing? They're external things that show other people that you're taking care of yourself. So if you can keep a hair appointment, if you can keep a doctor appointment, if you can keep a manicure appointment, why can't you keep an appointment of going to bed when you said you would? Why can't you keep an appointment of going for a walk if you said you wanted to? Why don't you keep an appointment of eating something that you said, this is what I want to eat. This is what might feel good to me today. Why don't we do that for ourselves? Because nobody gets to see some of these things, right? Like no one's going to say, oh, you, you took a nap. Oh, you went for a walk. Great job. But someone's going to compliment on your hair and they're going to compliment on your nails. And that makes you feel good. But these are all external circumstances and that's why we keep doing them because we love that feeling that we get from the experience. But imagine if you did this for yourself, if you showed up for yourself and you felt good about it and you could cultivate that good feeling without needing external validation. Imagine how much more fulfilled you would go through the day when you know that you don't need your partner to compliment you. Like you just dress up and you're like, I look good today and I feel good about it. And then whether your husband says something or not, doesn't matter. Why? Because you've already created that good and happy feeling in your body. And that way you go through the day, you're not holding a grudge because your husband didn't say, you know, that you look good. I used to do this earlier on in my marriage and now, no, because I've learned to trust myself. I've learned that when I say I'm going to show up for myself and dress up and take care of me, I will. Do I do it perfectly? Absolutely not. And I think this is another area of this showing up for yourself and showing that you're trustworthy is when you don't show up, how do you talk to yourself? Are you being kind and compassionate or are you being mean? Are you saying mean and unkind things? Again, it's all about building trust. And how do we build trust? We get to learn, we get to know one another, we make mistakes, we forgive, and all the time we're focusing on love and compassion and grace and letting go of all those negative thoughts. And of course, I know this is not as easy as I've said and laid it out in this podcast, but I'm hoping that it'll give you something to start thinking about. It'll give you something to start raising your awareness to the areas where you're still boxing yourself into rules that are no longer serving you. My superpower is helping moms just poke holes through all those rules and giving them the tools to be able to move into the life that they want, to create the motherhood that makes them feel good, that makes them excited to wake up most days, that helps them thrive and not waiting for the perfect moment where everything is calm and everything is just the way they want because those moments are not that many. But if we can learn to let go of rules that keep us stuck and create the life that we want, then motherhood just feels a lot easier, a lot more fun, 
and more exciting. So that's it, my friends. I hope that this week you will take some time and come back home to yourself and your body and decide what matters. And let's go ahead and break some rules. All right. Have a great week and I will talk to you next week. Until then, keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.